1: Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. It is another great day in America and in Oregon. Another opportunity for you, yes, you, change your world by getting involved, learning, becoming more aware, watching what's going on in a positive way, in using what you're seeing and what you're hearing, maybe even on this radio show and using it to have those persuasive conversations with persuadable people. It is the only way, by the way, that we are going to save this great nation and this state, one person at a time. Because you see, there is a point at which the algorithms and the ballot box stuffers cannot cheat enough it's actually true and that's sort of the basis of what i want to talk about today as we move forward 503-589-1220 is the power buick gmc talk line 503-589-1220 emails to jeff at 1220.am jeff at kslm.news so here's what we are talking about today some things are happening in oregon Uh, Oregon Firearms Federation has a, their latest alert has an interesting thing. I'm gonna get to that. And I'm gonna tease you with it. It says, the Democrats, the party of equity inclusiveness, use their native bigotry to apply the force of law to gun owners, but they're expanding the rights of doctors to sexually mutilate children without their parents Consent. So a 15-year-old can have her breasts removed, but a 20-year-old cannot buy a rifle. A 16-year-old will be able to vote, but a 19-year-old will be de- denied the ability to buy reloading equipment. That's insanity. Now, you don't even have to use the word Democrat because, again, This is what we're all after here, or should be. The ability for us to ask interesting questions, make interesting statements to persuadable people, to begin those persuadable conversations. There's other things going on in Oregon. Today is do or die day. The Ben Bulletin has a story. Today is the, um, the last day for bills to be moved out of a committee to be voted on out of a committee either in the House or the Senate here in Oregon and actually get to the floor for a vote now kudos to the leadership of the House Republicans who decided yesterday the House Republicans did and their leadership said you know it's time you guys actually you know you you did the same thing. You do this. You actually comply with the Constitution. Yes. They're making, as of yesterday, the Democrats read every single word, every single bill. Like Oregon's Constitution says, you have to. On the floor before you vote on it. It's about time. Now, the they did one bill yesterday in the House. Now, this routinely happens in the Senate. Oh, and by the way, uh, I'll get to the gun ban bill. Senate Bill 348, Senate Bill 348A is an alpha, is the lookalike bill that's even worse than Measure 114. It's still unconstitutional. We've talked about that. Well, it's got delayed another day. And what are Republicans doing about it? Well, nothing other than now they've decided, yeah, well, we sort of got to slow down now in the House. So we're going to make you guys comply with the Constitution. We're going to make you read every word of every bill, just like they have been in the Senate. Kudos to the Senate Republicans. So today is the day where a lot of bills are going to get force-fed through the system. Now, many lamenting... The Senate president, Senate President Rob Wagner, who was a uh, staffer when I came into the legislature in 99. Uh, Anyway, he is the Senate president now. He said, well, there's just too many bills, too little time. That is a good thing, folks. (laughs) Let me tell you. Um, In fact, Senate Bill 551. Rob Wagner, in this interview with the, um, the Bulletin, the Ben Bulletin, Set as an example, it sets standards for firearms and medicine storage at schools. I don't think it's going to go through. Yeah, that's right. So yesterday, they had 19 committee meetings yesterday, which is more than normal. Today, they're going to have 26 meeting today. All right. That's what's going on. Today is cut day. You don't make the cut today, you're done. Unless there's always an escape valve, folks. (laughs) Unless you move the bill out of committee to the rules committee. Or maybe ways and means where they can be alive for a long time. Rules is the last committee to shut down. House rules or Senate rules committee is the... Speaker's committee in the House, and it is the Senate President's committee in the Senate. you got to be an absolute loyalist on the leadership side, anyway, Democrat side. You will walk on glass. You will walk on hot coals for the Speaker or the Senate President if you're on that committee. You will do whatever they say, and you will salute. You will say how high on the way up when they say jump. Get it? So the scam here today, even though they've got this story out here, is that, you know, they can just simply move it to rules and they can continue to have hearings on it or non-hearings. Non-hearings meaning is the later you get to the legislative, through the legislative session, remember this thing ends in June. The longer you get through the legislative session, the rules change and you are allowed to do what? Well, to limit you and I being able to participate in a bill in terms of public testimony. They limit it. They give you like a one hour notice. Now, look, we did this too. When we were in control, we were Republicans. Okay, nothing new here. And you do that because when you get to the end of the legislative session, there's like this whole big backlog, this traffic jam of bills. And leadership's gotta figure out which ones need to get through. Honk honk honk. Let me around. Well, the problem is is that you're you're gonna get a reduction in you and I's ability to participate under the constitution. Because they make it impossible. They give you a one-day notice, and then it goes to one hour. So most of us, you know, especially us on our side, we're, you know, we have jobs, we work. <laughs> we can't hang around the legislature all day waiting, you know, for that one-hour notice. The professional lobbyists do, or the professional activists do. Anyway, today's cut day. There's a lot more to talk about, and I just got to get to it. It's also Trump Day. Trump Indictment Day. Arraignment Day, rather. Let me ask you this question. A guy by the name of Eddie Scary, who is not a Trump lover, has a piece in The Federalist today. He says there's no upside to Trump's persecution. It's not prosecution. It's persecution. Do you agree? Now, we're hearing that Trump's support has gone up and he's raised $7 million, according to the stories in the Epoch Times today. He's going to be arraigned today. There's no um, live cameras allowed in the courtroom. Trump's lawyers are saying, no, there is going to be no gag order issued by the judge, even though Alvin Bragg is asking for it, the Soros-funded DA, Right no gag order Trump's going to be able to defend himself and talk about it we'll see he should be able to A gag order is unconstitutional to begin with at any rate Eddie scary is saying there's no upside for Trump he says it's not going to backfire and he asks some interesting questions and so he addresses something that we're hearing by the Trump supporters Yeah, there's a poll that says his support has gone up. A poll. I think there's probably more than that. And he says, okay, so he's more than likely to be the party's nominee. So what? Then what? Are swing voters going to be more likely to support a major party candidate who is actively defending himself in a criminal proceeding? Are white women going to be more or less likely to cast their vote for Joe Biden Or with a candidate who was recently processed for his fingerprints and mug shot he says it's not fair duh we know that it's never been about fairness it's about who calls the shots democrats in the permanent bureaucracy are demonstrating time and time again that they call the shots he says this isn't gonna backfire if trump is convicted Then regardless of the penalty severity, Democrats will have proven that they can swerve on every precedence, toss out every one of their supposedly sacred norms, get a good night's sleep all at the same time. If he's acquitted, they'll have lost precisely nothing. And then they'll try again. He says, anyone who looks at this and thinks it's only going to motivate Trump supporters— hasn't been paying attention to the last two elections. Enthusiasm is a relic of the American politics before 2020. He goes on to say, look, this is the E or Rhino view of what's going to happen to Trump today. So here's what I want to ask you. Do you think what I shared with you, remember I told you to write it down, mark it down, on March 31st, the actual way this all turns out for Trump depends on Trump. Do you think that there is any positive upside Trump's arraignment now Eddie Scarry is right about one thing whether he's convicted or not they're going to continue they're so scared of this man they're so afraid of this man the deep state is so committed to destroying Donald Trump and never letting him be president why? why aren't they doing this to Ron DeSantis? Hmm? Nikki Haley Mike Pence why aren't they doing this to them?
0: come back. I'm going to ask you another
1: question that is powerful. And it's sort of related to this. Back in a moment, there's lots to talk about. I can't even begin to get through it in one hour. It's 620...
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the
1: car. We are back. Great to be with you. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Last night, we had a great political coffee clatch. I want to get into that because it relates to your opportunity to stand up, for fair and free elections. And it is true, folks, that you are the only thing standing between the demoralizing Democrat machine that is trying, that is so afraid of Donald Trump. But you see, it's more than the Democrat machine. Let's be honest. There's a bunch of Republicans that hate Donald Trump. Because he's unpredictable. Because he's not. They can't buy him off. And they know it. Guy doesn't need anything, folks. But it's the people in the middle that matter. And that's a question I have for you that I'm going to ask in a moment. Right now, I need to remind you that Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations is a contractor you can trust to come into your home you know, and do a, a fantastic job. When it comes to any kind of a remodel or even a new project, a new building project, he can do that also. It's not just remodeling bathrooms and kitchens that he does so extremely well, and you can see all of that if you go to his website, righteousrenovations.com, but it's he also does. New additions and that type of thing. He is very picky, high quality. He's a man of faith and he lives it in how he works with you as his client. So go to righteousrenovations.com. Check it out for yourself. Righteousrenovations.com. Here's a question I want you to ask regarding Trump. You see, this. They're so afraid of this man that they have to come up with not only weak. And there's a great article in the Federalist today that I'll I'll direct you to, and I'll have it on the show plan. Uh, it's uh, it's by Margot Cleveland, who's a very well-respected lawyer who writes for them. And the headline is: Why all the other get Trump cases are just as weak as the Manhattan DAs? Okay. Yes, just as weak. Now, we don't know exactly what's in the so-called indictment. We're going to find out in a few hours. Doesn't matter. Because the reality is, is all they want is the impact. And I'll go back to the Eddie Scary thing. Now, Eddie Scary, who wrote the piece that, you know, the depressing piece, which is the point, right? He's a part of the machine to depress you and I. He says, Republicans won't have a chance in 2024 if they believe that this huge loss is actually a secret win. Now I'm telling you, it depends on Trump. First of all, Eddie Scary doesn't get it. Refute just like so many rhinos and so many establishment Republicans, they don't understand This is a different time. Trump upset the apple cart in so many ways. You see, it's not just about Republicans. Friends, remember what I told you Friday. I told you to write it down. My Trump indictment prediction is two things. Number one in terms of Trump using this to his advantage. Now, listen to me carefully. In terms of Trump using this to his advantage, it depends on Trump. It depends on Trump doing two things. Number one, and that is constantly reminding people that if they can do this to him, they can do it to you. The power of the deep state, the power of the federal government. An uncontrollable bureaucracy, a deep state. Not just the Democrat Party and a bunch of rhino Republicans, folks. It's much more deep than that. If they can go after Donald Trump with these trumped-up charges, if they can raid Mar-a-Lago, and yet we find out that Joe Biden had far more Damaging documents in his possession, and nothing that happens to him, they know there's two systems of justice. Trump has to constantly remind people about that. Trump has to constantly remind people that I'm the only thing that stands between you and them. Because this is not just about economics, this is about your very personal rights and your security to be free from government turning us into a banana republic. That's the first thing he's gotta do. The second thing he's gotta do is he's got to focus on all of the great things he's gonna do for you. It doesn't mean he can't address the stolen 2020 election because it was stolen and we are gonna continue on that. But he's gotta present reasons to vote for him. No matter what. The left says, and if he does that, then he'll overcome the things that Eddie scary in this depressing rhino piece in the Federalist today says. Overcoming the Democrat vote machine, and they do overcoming the algorithms. You know what? We can do it. This brings me to. Last night's really important meeting, the political coffee clutch. if you missed it, you missed it. But I'm going to tell you, it wasn't just the great information that Army Murray, who's a retired registered nurse, gave us about the shot and how to overcome it. But it's a story I'm going to tell you about a guy I met there last night. This ought to give you hope, if nothing else. And I'm going to tell it to you when we come back on the other side. Don't be demoralized. And I'm going to share with you the important question you can ask today. Make a difference.
0: Call jeff now at 503-589-1220 that's 503-589-1220 let's return now to more of political coffee with jeff Krupp.
1: we are back great to be with you 503-589-1220 is the power of buick gmc talk line 503-589-1220 emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Got an interesting um, text message, by the way, from Anne-Marie. She says something that I think is, well, it, it gets into my thesis here, friends. People are being done, she writes, with being pushed into the corner with extreme prices and no control of these essentials in their lives. This may not be logical, but I want Trump in office again as a shield for we, the regular people. So let me ask you a question. How do you think people, this is the question I wanna ask you. How do you think people are going to view, today's events with Trump? People in your world, and you might ask him that question. You might say, so what do you think of Trump's indictment today? You might ask that question. And the reason you might ask that question is because you want to know where people are in their thinking. Because are they where Anne Marie is? Are they paying attention more than normal because they think that maybe their liberty is really, really in danger? Or maybe they don't like what's going on in the school system, you know, with all the brainwashing on critical race theory and transgenderism. Maybe they want a better economy. I don't like the inflation. I mean, just what, what are the reasons why? This is what you want to know. So you ask this question. You just say, you say, look, here's the deal. You ask, what's your reaction to Trump's indictment? Here's arraignment today. What, what do you think about that? And whatever they say, and I mean it, friends, whatever they say, you simply say, you simply ask why. Now, the reason you wanna do this is again, really simple. You wanna know what it is that's really important to that person, because this is a roadmap for you in all seriousness, this is a roadmap for you to know how to talk with that person in the future. Seriously. How do you talk to that person in the future? Because you want to be able to be persuasive to them. You want to be able to help them maybe for the first time in their lives, get politically active. Now, after we we talk to Jim, I'm gonna tell you a story about a man I met at the Political Coffee Clatch last night, and then we're gonna get into how you can continue to look out after yourself. Let's go to Jim, who's on the line. Jim, good morning, thanks for calling today. Appreciate it. Good morning, Jeff. I just wanted to say that it kind of got my attention to says in Jeremiah 50 and 51, that it would be ruler against ruler. So maybe it's a sign of the judgment of Babylon. But anyway, I want to talk about, uh, I heard on radio a couple nights in a row that Oregon is one of the states that's trying to back their uh, their retirement fund with gold and silver. It's 22 states, according to uh, John e. Wells, one of his guests. I just wonder if you do anything about that. I have not, not heard that. Um, theater and it's a cover up for the collapse of our money system. I'll let you go. See yeah, yeah, I, I, I have not heard that. Um, it, I mean, it, it's something to worth looking into. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. There, there, you know, I used to be against the idea of a state bank. The Democrats have wanted a uh, Oregon chartered bank by the state of Oregon, and and I just, you know, I. I have resisted that. I resisted it. I mean, they were, they were trying to do it when I was in the legislature back in the late 90s and early 2000s. And I always resisted it because I really you know, felt like government and I still feel like government has no business being in competition with the private sector, only in anything. But yet I got to tell you, I look at where we're at today. Back then I had no idea that the Federal Reserve, nobody knew that there would be this thing called digital currencies. There is. There are. And it's a problem. Now I'm I'm rapidly changing my mind because if there are, and there are some red states that are putting together their own banks. So that they can be independent of the Federal Reserve's digital currency program, which ultimately Congress will outlaw other – they're, they're going to outlaw, outlaw all this Bitcoin stuff okay? because they're going to go to the digital currency. You're only going to be able to buy and sell them. I mean, this is the mark of the beast. It's all prophesied in the Bible. Now, I want to go back to Jess's point. Does Oregon recognize that? And if so, how is it taking its form now now by that i mean we have a lot of unfunded liabilities in oregon the the public employees retirement system still has an unfunded liability folks and this downturn in the market has made it worse they're not going to grow their way out of it the only way that i mean in terms of of returns i mean i just hate to say that to you state employees that's just the truth of it but They've been able to mask it by continuing to grow the numbers of state employees. This is why government has to grow. This is why agencies have to come back and ask for more people constantly. Because when you add more people in, there's more money coming into the PERS system and it masks, it simply hides the unfunded liability. All right, having said all of that, does it make sense that that might be one of the reasons that Oregon might be joining a consortium of states trying to buy gold and silver? I don't know. That's a question, I'm gonna be honest with you, that's a question that somebody ought to ask the state treasurer, because the state state treasurer is in charge of all of this. Seriously, the state treasurer is in charge of all of it. So there you go, folks, Uh, I, you know, The question about Trump, because I don't see Trump going to, as president, going along with the Federal Reserve or Congress outlawing Bitcoin. Because you know what? This is one of the few, or outlawing gold and silver, which would be the next thing that the Federal Reserve would want to do. Another reason for you to have some gold and silver because gold and silver will always Listen to me, gold and silver will always be traded somehow. It's the only thing that has value. Now, other things have value, and in the future, probably food will have value. Those types of things. But I, I, I'm just saying, friend, with that with Trump's indictment here and in his arraignment today, and that's what everything's going to be about today, right? It's all going to be about Trump, 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 Trump. It's going to be ad nauseum. The question you can ask someone is, what do you think about Trump's arraignment? What do you think about this whole business? Because you want to take people's... T- you want to find out where they're at mentally with any of this. You can't avoid it. I mean, it's everywhere. It was everywhere yesterday. It's all you could see and hear. Now, there are people... I met a gentleman last night at the Political Coffee Clatch... Who came, he and his wife, who she his wife has been really involved with all of this stuff. You name it. The votings, the voting issues that we the stolen election, vaccine, the whole bit. He has not. He's never been. He and his wife came to Dr. Clements, who, by the way, did make it to Idaho. I texted him last night. They came to the Dr. Clements event Sunday night at the River Church. Now. He came last night by himself to the political coffee clutch And he had a conversation with me. He's never been involved, but he just feels. he And he couldn't explain it to me, really. He just feels like it's time for him to do something more, something he's never done. And that's become political active. And as he said to me, to go down the rabbit hole. now this is why what i told you previously that is my firm belief about trump and how all of this plays out especially in relation to this this federalist piece that says there's no upside there's no good thing of trump's persecution i disagree i think there is because i think people are waking up but it's going to depend on trump do you agree 503-589-1220 503 is the Power of Buick GMC Talk. 648, we'll be right back. What do you think?
0: Jeff now at 503 589 1220. That's 503 589 1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff
1: Krupp. Stop the car. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. 503 589 1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503 589 1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. A couple of quick emails for you that are important. Got to remind you first, you know, it is cold out there. If you've not been outside yet today, just look at the outside temperature. It's a great reason for you to call Freedom Heating and Air if you're not comfortable in your home. It's one of the many benefits you have of doing business with them as a company who's been around the Mid Valley area for 50 years. They get out to your place right away. Your home or your business and they get your problem fixed. So give them a call, 503-580-1456-580-1456. Just check out their website, Freedom, Heating and Air. That's all one word. Freedomheatingandair.net. Heating and air dot net. Lee writes, coffee pot conversation. I was talking with Don. He made the comment that he doesn't like Trump and wondered if he will go to jail. I was asking him what liking a person has to do with their ability to do a job. He thought for a moment and went on a long explanation that if the person did what they were supposed to do, it would be nice. If they were likable, at the end of the day, it really didn't matter. I asked him what he thought Mr. Trump's motivation was to be president. Quick response was, be president and make money, of course. I asked Don if he knew that Trump's money mainly comes from the entertainment industry, which he can't run while he's president. What do you mean, Don asked? His businesses make money when people participate, so wouldn't it make sense that he would want the people, you and I, to make more money so we could spend it at his businesses? Don didn't want to answer, but yes, he did. My next comment was, Would you like a president that was a nice guy, handsome and with a beautiful wife that didn't get the job done? I haven't met Mr. Trump, so I can't comment on what the media has reported about his character, but I can comment about the things were better for me when he was president. It's not about like or feeling, it's about getting the job done. It'd be interesting to see what happens today. Then a State employee who shall never be named says, There's a third thing that Trump must do to win. That's important as the two you mentioned. The third thing is the key to winning more women's and independent votes. Trump must control his anger and emotions throughout the remainder of the election season to demonstrate strength, humility, and self-control while under immense pressure to lash out at his enemies. He must show emotional maturity to respond to the onslaught of charges and allegations. And he must not go down the rabbit trail of attracting his enemies in his defense of his self. He must let uh, others do that and with maturity show his leadership based on a new vision for the country. That's actually part of my number two and you're 100% correct. Folks, Trump, is his own worst enemy. You know, Rush used to say when he was alive that the only person that can defeat Donald Trump is Donald Trump. Well, that's partially true because that was before the 2020 election was stolen. But he's at least in part right. Donald Trump has to control his anger and his emotions. this is so important and this is why you have got to be involved because you see we can win at the local level this is one of the th- last night this gentleman who came for the first time to the political coffee class to get engaged i think is happening all over all over the country for many things for many reasons why and they're usually local reasons not having to do with economy so much It is really all about people becoming aware that there's something really wrong in America. We're headed down a dark and a bad path. And we the people, not Donald Trump, listen to me. We the people are going to save this nation. And we do that by doing things like getting involved with looking at, well, polarisrecount.com. Fred Finster was there last night. Fred is the guy who um, is responsible for the political coffee class. We meet every other week at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. You should come and join us sometime. So Fred has been part of Polaris recount this is this website you can go to and I'll have it up on the show plan today where you can sign up there's an easy training video you can look at ballot images now I want to apologize to the group last night because I said the cast vote record that is not correct Polaris recount is not looking at cast vote records Polaris recount is looking at ballot images okay and we are looking at Polk County. Looking at Polk County because, and, and Fred asked uh, Mama Raccoon, which is the wife of Jeff O'Donnell, who works with Mike Lindell, who's the IT expert. Why did you guys choose uh, looking at the ballot images from Polk County? And, and she said, because it's really simple, Polk County has, six, has 48,794 ballot images. 16,000 of them have been adjudicated one time. An additional 6,000 have been adjudicated twice. In other words, us looking at them from our home computers. There's 97 auditors who are actively working on Polk County. She says, we got to pump up those numbers. The reason they're using Polk County is because Polk County's information is arranged in such a way it makes it really easy to work with. Now, we'll, we'll get into the cast vote record. All of this stuff is on the Political Coffee Clatch Telegram page. So go to Telegram, search for Political Coffee Clatch. Got to go to the phones quickly here. Gary, you're on. Go, Biebs. Hey, Jeff. Go, Dax. Nice seeing you guys last night. Yeah, great job. You guys did a just when you just when I think Army can't get any better. She just blows me away. She she was on fire last night. She was. Yeah. I mean, she completely explained the uh, what it does to your DNA and how it changes it, and uh, all the all the things that uh, absolutely confuse you. She made it really simple. Uh, you did a great job, I thought the two of, them, two of you together was uh, was just fantastic because it's all the same subject. Well, it it boils down to that, doesn't it? Hmm? Yeah. It's about liberty versus tyranny. Yeah, that's what you write about in your book, by the way, *The Republic of Texas*, which you wrote many years ago. That was very prophetic, long before any of this stuff happened. Yes. So anyway, great job. It was uh, it was a fun night, and uh, I think uh, some people learned a lot. So that was the main thing. Anyway, go ducks. Yep. Thanks, go Beeves. Art wrote a text. That said I believe Trump is passionate, not angry. Maybe there's a couple of really important stories I didn't get to today. I'm going to get to them tomorrow. School safety. What Tennessee just did. And all the fake Democrats. Don't-